Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Oliver and I'm Olivia's twin evil twin brother because of my voice used my joke but whatever I earlier today when I messaged you I said hello I sound like a boy (laughs) oh I guess I wasn't listening (laughs) I'm like oh yeah (laughs) I'm kidding I know you just carried on (laughs) that's rude um I am sick it is always the first thing to go I don't have COVID it's confirmed it's just a cold (laughs) But I still sound like a boy. Um, anyway, I'm Olivia, kind of. And I'm an entrepreneur, band builder. My most recent business is build a brand agency. And Was that all one word? Yep. <laughs> I, I'm moving at half speed, so I need to pick it up. So it's just going to be confusing this whole time. Um, and to the right of me is Lisa Brosser. It's been a while. It, it has been a while. Good to see you again, Olivia. Hello, my friend. Oliver. Um, so I'm Lisa Brosser and I'm actually pretty sure I'm a little sick too. Um, just not as bad as Olivia. That's why I'm fine with being around her. Otherwise, um, I would not be holding her hand at this very moment. I'm actually like right. I'm in between her legs snuggling. <laughs> like my back's hell. towards her. <laughs> Ew. That's She's so whispering awful. in my ear right now. I love you. Ooh. 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 Don't like too that. Far, little too, too far. Little too far. I feel a little if uncomfortable. If you're in between my legs, that's too far. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> my current obsession is not quite a current obsession, um, but for lack of a better word, um, I've started therapy. That's your current obsession? Yeah. It's my current happenings. <laughs> it's not an obsession because I well, hate yeah, I kind it, of like but I that. really like it. We should have a new, happenings? well, a new segment that's called like "What's the Haps," and it's like something that's happening. Sure, I'm happening. It's really funny to me <laughs> that you can do and say whatever you want, but then if I do something quirky, then you're like, absolutely not. Well, judge me if you want to, because I'm already judging you. So I actually never judge you. So now I know where this stands, and that's really sad. I'm not actually. We know that. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. You're like all of a sudden scared you went too far. I'm like, I'm like, actually, my feelings are really hurt. I don't want anyone to think that I'm actually ever judging Olivia because the way I talk to her in this podcast (laughs) is not how we talk in real life. (laughs) It's worse in real life. I'll just play the victim. I'm like, guys, it's actually so much worse. You don't even get it. Ew. She makes fun of me all the time and she's always trying to crawl in between my legs. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so this episode. Um, my current obsession is putting my hand up oh, so gosh. I don't have to look at Lisa. Thank you, Taylor Swift, oh. for being the only artist in quarantine that has hustled. I don't it's care true. if you like her. No, it's true. I don't I'll care if people her. don't like her. I'm actually totally accepting of people that don't like Taylor Swift because I get why they don't like her fully. I, I understand. But, like, she has not only released two full studio albums. That is insane. In one year, she is re-recording all of her old music, and she just hey, released... you just said you weren't going to look at me, and you're staring into me. So. Okay. 
She just released um, Love Story that she redid. And it's just so enjoyable to... It's nostalgic. And you can, like... It's just cool that she's re-recording her music. And she's, like, kind of taking a stand. And she's like, this is my music and I'm re-recording it. And I'm going to hustle my butt off for the past year. And I just think that's really cool. Regardless of, like, what people think about her. What that's What's all. re-recording? She's re-recording old music that she... All of her albums. Because... Wow. Yeah. So she, like, lost... Did you not hear all the drama? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't so hear sorry. the drama. <laughs> uh with Scooter Braun it was like her old agency she had when she signed with them and they basically took the rights to all of her music and it was like a contract she Mm -hmm. signed at the beginning when she was like 15 and she doesn't have any rights to the music she actually wrote which we don't need to get into any of that but it's just cool that she's like okay well I can't have it so I'm just gonna re-record all of it Um, on her own on her own and they're all just called like taylor's version and it's cool and it's like Mm. her new voice and it's almost like everything's amplified but i was kind of nervous to hear love story because that's so like her Mm -hmm. she didn't even change it and it was just better and i was like happy you didn't try to do something different because everyone loves this old stuff Mm -hmm. anyway i'm curious to hear it yeah it's cool um anyway um how the heck are you um well now that I am doing therapy and every mm. time he asks how I'm doing, I say I'm fine. Mm. He's like, so what does that mean? And okay, I'm let's like, try it. How are you? I'm fine. Olivia, leave me alone. So what does that mean, Lisa? <laughs> I tell him that's what it means. It doesn't mean anything more than that. <laughs> I actually feel like if your spouse asks you how you are and you say fine there's an issue but if someone else asks you how you are and you say fine I think that's a really that's a good response I'm not good I mean I'm not bad I'm just I'm I'm fine fine. I'm fine I'm existing that's pretty much it yeah and then he's like so do you want to lean into that do you hear what you're saying and I'm like I don't know if I want to go to therapy yeah I (laughs) I don't want to go to therapy what Jeff are you listening I actually love the banter that we have because I'm just so brutally honest with him the whole time and I like don't hold back and I am sure he appreciates it because I'm sure like a lot of people go into therapy and they're just like not putting everything into it which I get it it's hard <clears throat> but I like really want to try and so that's great I still push back a lot <laughs> which but, is still fine um it's 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 cool it's yeah I'm excited I'm really excited about it I have a lot of like hope but when I think of like being more vulnerable in the future I get really nervous about that so I don't think about mm-hmm. it and even he was like oh well because he's a believer which is really cool too oh I didn't know that yeah that's helpful and he's like well that's a good thing that the Lord tells us like not to be anxious about tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I'm like yep that was like a bible verse thing that was like on my widget the other night when I was like stressing out and I like saw it that's so cool and it was like do not be anxious about anything blah 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 blah. and I was like oh I saw that was that the bible app yeah yeah I get those too yeah and I've been reading them lately I know it's actually funny I mean I never talk about it but I have a tattoo on my back. It's very unfortunate. And um, I always remember because it's just such an unfortunate place because I forget that I have it genuinely. But when I got it, it was because of like the lilies of the field don't worry and the birds of the air don't worry. And that's why I got it. And so even though that thing will be removed one day, it's a nice reminder to be like literally like (laughs) 
the birds don't ever worry mm-hmm. about where they're going to get their food. And like we worry about that stuff, especially like in America, mm-hmm. you know, it's like we shouldn't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was just like a little tangent, but I'm happy therapy's going well for Thanks. you. How the heck are ya? Yeah. I would like you to tell Jeff to listen to this podcast. Psychoanalyze me. Give me therapy for free. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> Thoughts. Thoughts, Jeff? Are you listening? Jeff, how are you? <laughs> I like that his name is Jeff. It's like a nice little like I hate that I have to like under. in therapy because um, there's a like you have to like speak to him. Oh. And you like have to use his name and there's something about it that's like, oh, wow. Why is that so like vulnerable? You have to say his name? Yeah. Like when you're speaking to him. Oh, yeah. And like practices. You know, what's funny is Arturo does that all the time at the start of any sentence. He'll say my name and it only gets annoying when we're fighting because I'm like, I like know my name. So thanks. (laughs) But it is very interesting when you look at somebody like I mean, was last time I ever was like, hi, Lisa, how are you? Like, Lisa, tell me about your like, it's a very interesting thing to address somebody by their name. What's. Okay, yeah, that's so true. And I, this is, I hadn't really noticed that in friendships as much, Mm -hmm. but in relationships, I notice whether people use their pet names with each other or each other's names Mm -hmm. and like how that might correlate with their relationship. Like I, that's such a weird thing that I do subconsciously. That that makes sense. And um, yeah, I noticed that Arturo uses both. Yeah, it really depends. Like, we don't really have a like never have really leaned into pet names like I don't say babe or like sweetie mm-hmm. like that's not something we've ever done I mean I I have heard him call you kitten he does call me kitten I know ever. it that I has become that. our pet name and it's like kind of makes me want to barf I love it it's like a little gross but over eight years I've never called him babe one time he called me baby and I was like I'm I have to run to the bathroom and vomit that's disgusting <laughs> don't call me that um but yeah it, it definitely depends yeah I ours is Babel's I know where did that come from by and the it way? just feels like such a joke it doesn't feel very like genuine and sweet as it did in the beginning it's sweet between you guys though because I've never heard it like when he calls you Babel's I'm like that's actually sweet because that's something that's just so personal between you guys yeah I guess it's not like hey so babe that's, that's all he blah, calls blah, me. Blah. yeah babe to that's me. why we didn't really like all the other pet names because then it's like yeah. well everyone else is babe one I do like, and our friends do it, and I've only ever heard him call her, it's sweetheart. And I just think that's so sweet. Well, I, I tell Zav all the time, I love it when you call me sweets. That is, wait, sweets is cute. I think that's so cute. Well, it's so endearing. It's like get it, pulling teeth to get Arturo to call me Liv. He's never called me that. So if he what? can't even that's do so that. I know, I really, really want him to, because all of my friends call me Liv. I have one friend that calls me Livy, and it's just like, People have always called me Liv, and I like it. And he just, it's like he can't. It's weird. like that's not something he can do. And Is I'm it like, weird that I actually see you more as a Liv than Olivia? No. But even more so as Oliver? Weird. Weird. As long as, as, long as you don't say Olive, you can call me Oliver all day long. <laughs> I don't know why Olive is the first pit stop in people's heads to oh. a nickname for me, but I hate it. Anyway. So you're good. <laughs> You're fine. Um, yeah, I'm fine. I am sick. Um, but what I will say about this sickness that is interesting is that I feel healthier than I've ever felt in my life. Not 
in this current moment <laughs> that'd be sad but um <laughs> uh, i'm like this is the best i've ever felt <laughs> um just like in my life as far as like fitness and health goes i've never been this healthy and so getting this cold even compared to like last year I feel like my body is actually, what are you smiling at? Oh, I was just <laughs> laughing because um, I was, uh, you on your stories, you did a poll and you were talking oh, about yeah. how you worked out and then you asked everyone, does anyone else uh, work out when they're sick? 100% was no and I was just dying. Oh, I it's haven't looked at so it yet. Funny. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. You're supposed to work out when you have a cold. If you have a fever, you're not supposed to work out. So if you have a cold and work out, you can actually sweat it out and get it out of your body quicker. I heard that's not real. I've done a lot of research on it and oh. heard a lot of people. The fever is where your body's telling you you need to calm down and like I need to rest because your mm -hmm. body's actively trying to work. But if you just have a cold sweating all of those toxins out, that's what's getting it out of your body. And so but it's it's writing that fine line of you need to listen to your body and not go too hard because then you could be sicker. And I think that the past couple days I have gone a little too hard. And so that's where I don't feel good today. And I thought I would feel way better today. I'd be interested in that research because um, the research I've done on this has said you actually like can't like sweat, sweat out a cold or a sickness yeah I could be wrong like yeah it, it releases toxins but mm -hmm. you can't like sweat out like make your cold go away faster yeah which I could be wrong I feel better it does release when toxins I do. though so yeah. maybe that's why you feel better yeah but today I was gonna get up and work out and I was like I you need can't more till day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so um and that is really frustrating for me because when I miss multiple days working out then I'm stressed about that while I'm stressed about being sick and so it's like same uh, I've missed like 365 now dang that's stressful <laughs> um anyway so I feel good that my body I feel like is actively trying to work and because I take care of it it's really trying to get rid of the cold but it's annoying that I'm sick because I have like a lot to do so um anyway should we get to the silver lining of the week yeah okay do you want to start sure I'll start okay uh, so we um, <clears throat> got a bunch of mail the other days. I was going through it today because I don't do any of that because I'm not actually an adult and I'm very dependent on him. Um, so as he's going through the mail, he's having a very serious conversation about um, something that came in the mail. I have no idea what's going on. He comes out. He's like, you're not going to believe this. We get something in the mail saying our Range Rover has been towed. And he's like calling them and he's like, hey, we sold our Range Rover over a year ago. So we contacted the DMV right when we sold it and um, let them know like we signed the papers over mm -hmm. and we got paid for it and everything. Well, the person we sold it to was um for lack of a better word sketch <laughs> he okay. paid in all cash perfect and love in all cash I guess <laughs> it's always like where'd you get that <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh yeah especially because he tried lowballing Zav and um Zav's like he called me he's like hey I just need to be on the phone and pretend like I can't take um any lower of an offer from what we gave and I'm like yeah don't do that and so um he's like no it has to be like full 
full offer. And so he like calls some chick out of the house and she comes out with like a huge bundle of money most of it ones gosh goals you know oh yeah for sure just a bunch of ones and stacks (laughs) and um so it's so funny because he was pretending like he didn't have the money okay you have the cash so sketch and um we end up um selling the car um turns out like that guy's job Apparently is to buy cars and then redo them so he said that he was gonna buy it and um like work on it and then sell it turns out he never signed it over into his name he got drunk crashed it into a house the other day and it's under your guys's name and still. left it and it's still in our name so you could take that back and sell it again. So the towing fee is only like $700. And technically, we could pay the towing fee and get our car back and sell it. Hang on one second. So I drive a 2006 Corolla. <laughs> I'll take the Rover. <laughs> but it's been crashed into a house. So we don't even know what oh. it looks like. It's honestly, at this point, I don't care what it looks like. And <laughs> it's actually the worst car we've ever had. Rain it was are not reliable. Yeah, and it was, like, really fun. Um, It was, like, a really special car. We got it with Bear, and there's, like, a lot of backstory to it. And we're so, so thankful for the car itself because we got an amazing deal for it um, from some good friends. And they were, like, so nice to do that for us. But they're, like, you know, if it is, like, putting a hole in your bank account, then go ahead and sell it, of course. And so we didn't even have it for a year. It was pretty much in the shop the whole time. And we spent more money working on it than pretty much what we bought for it, or at least close to it. Isn't that funny? And now we have a Lexus. We barely put any... The only money we put into it is, like, um, the gas. Lexus are Which it's a hybrid, so... I know. It's been the best. I know. It's so funny thinking of like the car I hate the most and how all of my friends have literally gotten cars brand new from the lot and it's like gone. They've been gone for years and Mm -hmm. my thing is still trucking (laughs) along. Getting a reliable car over a cool car. My sister still has a really old Corolla too. And it works great. We had a friend who had the exact same year as it's a 2006 Corolla. For reference, everyone, mine has no power anything. So there's not a lot to break on there. I mean, that's number one. It sucks. I will be grateful when it's gone. But we had someone the exact same year. He drove it for till 350,000 miles. And the only thing that broke was the air conditioning. Jeez. Mine only has 150,000. We had it taken into the shop twice since 2006. It's been in the shop. And he goes, oh, this thing's going to last forever. And I'm like, Great. are you kidding? I don't know if Is I should that a be curse? happy. <laughs> Yeah, so, but anyway, so what was, so what are you guys going to do? Uh, Probably nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah, so now we have to find our papers because he signed, that guy signed it over. Uh, or had to sign papers to give to us for proof. So now we have to give it to the police to find him. Yeah, because there's well, no information in the car about him. Did anyone get hurt in the house that you know of? No idea. I don't think so, though. Hopefully not. I doubt that it. Sucks. I think we would have known dang yeah so that's exciting don't drive drunk everybody psa oh my gosh please just don't drive when you're drinking at all yeah thanks okay what's your silver lining um okay so i 
have wait i'm trying to figure out which one to say all three of them are going to bother you um okay which one okay so last year because this is so close about a year ago we were in san francisco which is so crazy it was a year ago and it's so funny to think back this has nothing to do with the silver lining but just a backstory is that we when we got to san francisco that was when they said covid was happening and san francisco was in a state of emergency and we had just got there and we had no idea what that meant and that's so weird to think that that was a year ago and I just remember going, so can we go out? You remember that? We yeah. were just like, can we walk I was pregnant, around? freaking out. You guys are like, okay, well, let's like carry on. And I'm like, no. What? <laughs> like, we got to go. Yeah. And then we were just doing our thing. Anyway, so I remember that day. It was on my birthday. We went to the, I always say it was the aquarium, but it wasn't. It was like the science something in San Francisco. Anybody who's there will know what I'm talking about. And Lisa was taking a nap because she was pregnant and could barely walk at that point. Yeah, it was depressing. That's so weird to think back to that. Yeah. Um, and my, I guess it's not really a silver lining, but so I found out. So the reason why I wanted to go to, this is what's going to bother you more than anything. So the reason why I wanted to go is because they had an anaconda there and I really wanted to see it. And I have this fascination with seeing an anaconda feed on something. Like I just really want to see it happen. So, you know, I'm 27. I'm literally in a pantsuit. You remember that? I'm yeah. in a pantsuit with sneakers and I'm like, let's go to the aquarium. And so Arturo and I are in this aquarium and there's all these little kids around me and there's no anaconda in the enclosure. And I was like, I'm so sorry. It's my birthday. Where is the anaconda? Apparently it was like, I don't know, getting therapy or something. And it wasn't in that day. <laughs> it was shopping. It was out to lunch. He is a therapist. So he was um, a thera- giving therapy. Pissed. I'm therapist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, didn't get to see the the mother effing anaconda and that what i remember that yeah i was really upset and then i was just looking it up the other day because why wouldn't i it is the biggest anaconda like in in like what is it called when they're North america in no. an enclosure in an aquarium. yeah like that are in uh captivity captivity wow it is the biggest so one very pissed yes I'm just going to give you two guesses of the length and the weight of the snake. I know it's disgusting, but like actually it's prehistoric and I'm so fast. 26 feet. More. More. 50. No less. You were close. Uh, 30. Yes. Okay. That's disgusting. Okay. Everyone give a round of applause for this snake. How much? Guess. 300 pounds? More. <laughs> Her face right now. I was uh, thrilled when I found this out. Thrilled? This is disgusting. This is my silver lining. I wanted to see it so bad, and I'm so upset. 500 pounds? More. You're lying. No. Not that much more. 515. <laughs> 550. Wow. So a 30-pound 550 30 30 foot foot. i'm so excited 550 pound snake and i didn't get to see it my silver lining is i found out it was in the vicinity getting a doctor's appointment or something but how do you move a snake like that appointment therapy it was getting therapy i have so many questions how did they get the snake where did they take the snake did they drug the snake how do you carry a snake like that 
I watched a video. I didn't send it to you. You're welcome. Thank you. You send me other disgusting ones, so I'm surprised. Those are pictures, and they're magical. But listen, I watched a, a video. A giant alligator? That's not magical. That's disgusting. A unicorn His name is, is magical. Elvis. I watched a video on it feeding. Terrifying. Don't. Gosh. Literally, my only wish before I'm 30 is that I can go and I can go see that snake. All right. Well, I'm not going back to San Francisco with you. That's for sure. Um, Do you see how she treats me, everyone? When we were at the zoo, me and my friend, not me and Olivia. I mean, me and my other friend. Not, not me and Olivia. my friend. not my friend. What? Um, okay. Get out of the hole. Um, we uh, were with Bear. What zoo were you at? Uh, Portland Zoo. Okay. I, I love that zoo because it's outside and it's, it's a really so good zoo. Cute. Yeah. Zoos are tricky. I mean, I think I've only been to the Portland Zoo. Okay. Just mentally. Tons of times. Mentally, they're kind of tricky to yeah. accept. Oh, yeah. That they're in a cage. But some of them are. Well, they're rescued that's why the Portland stuff. Zoo is different yeah. because it is very big. Yeah. A lot of what they have. And, and a lot of them are endangered and stuff. That's mm-hmm. like all the animals in Disney World. They're all endangered. And yeah. so they're like on the watch list. Oh, anyway, keep going. Well, that's cool. Um, So, um, oh, it was when we got to the wild dogs that we couldn't because it was just too close to home. Wild it was like, dogs. And it was feeding time. Oh. And so like watching the lions feed, that was cool. Watching wild dogs, that's scary. I mean, that's the way that they were made. I know. Same with cats. That's so weird. Like, God created... It's a circle of life. Arturo was telling me about um, this this Instagram account, and it's Do called... Do I want to know? It's, no, I'm not okay. going to be... It's called Nature is Metal, <laughs> and it there's a lot of, like, you know, where they cross it out, where you're, it's, like, sensitive content, oh, and it basically yeah, just wouldn't. shows, like... And, and I didn't want to watch a lot of it, but some of them are, like, you know, like a beautiful photo of a lion and it has like blood all over its face because it just fed and it's stuff like that where you're like that's so sad but that's how it was made yeah they were all made to do that that's how they eat it's just like it's but it's gross our our animals would do that l or our cats they they're carnivores i mean yeah i've seen my cats eat birds and stuff play with mice it's disgusting it's so sick like i give you plenty of toys (sighs) You don't but need it's to it's the it's the whatever it's called. I can't think today because I don't feel good. What oh, is it? Okay. Well, I can't think because what is it? Instinct. Yes. Yes. Anyway, everybody. So that's a long intro. Yeah, it was only twenty-seven minutes. Wow. Okay, so today we wanted to do um, a fun Galentine's Day annual we need to do one every year galentine's day part two Mm -hmm. um and we want to give just like let's just give a really quick update because who cares about our relationships okay (laughs) and then we want to play a fun game yes that probably won't be fun and we'll probably just end up yelling at each other (laughs) why don't you know me (laughs) um yeah would you like to give us an update or do you Um, want me to start sure um I guess for people listening, because if you think it's been over a year, we have more listeners, so they might not really know a lot about like, so just give a little bit of an overview of just your relationship and gosh, so my relationship kind of blends in with like my husband's work. Um, So you're married. I am married. (laughs) We have two kids. 
Um, You've been together for... A lot of you guys have been around for a while, so... Yeah. We've been together for um, five and a half years, married, um, together for six years. <laughs> so weird. Everyone do the math. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little over six years. Um, so he is a pastor. We started a church together here in Southern Oregon, Ashland specifically, and... Um, gosh, this month has been, uh, well, the last three months have been very crazy. A lot of transitioning, a lot of change, um, throw in a controversy here and there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, as far as us, as far as me and Zav, things are good and that's, that's very plain, but. Um, living with my parents has been hard and I don't think we really realized how much of a toll that was taking on us so you're living with your parents because you guys sold your house you're looking for a new house Mm -hmm. yeah and um that process uh it looks like there's a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. I kind of want to like formally update all of you once that's maybe a little more solid that that should be in April we're guessing Lisa and I are finding a place together yeah so Olivia's gonna move in with me how much work would we get done so much we'd get so much podcast stuff done that'd be great I mean yeah you would also help me with my kids maybe you could make me a kid person I would love that I need to try move in I need to take steps okay I will add a fourth bedroom for you. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're like, and you're the nanny. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> too far. That would be the dream. Um, so, yeah, I think that we're getting into a better rhythm now that we've been at my parents for almost three months now. That's so time flies so crazy like when i was looking at that video of maverick and i thought it was bear yeah and i was like when did he get so massive he got he's big he's crawling that's an update he's almost a year old so weird i know he's an angel um so just yeah me and zav i think that now that things are a little more solid we're out of the holidays out of the new year i know it's the worst time of the year and also the best but mainly the worst right if you have money it's the best (laughs) (laughs) yeah so usually the worst yeah um (laughs) um so it's been i mean not to be vague but it's just been such a transitional time and uh yeah now we have a some better routine um that includes like even honestly like our sex life like knowing to schedule things better how to pursue each other better even like emotionally and mentally like how to look for each other and seek each other out um especially coming out of like a really draining time of having a new baby and he's much more independent which is amazing so that's exciting it's his birthday valentine's day zap's birthday zap's birthday yeah your spouse's birthdays are in february your spouse's birthdays zav and me oh <laughs> yes why didn't you understand what i was saying right then i'm confused I'm like, who is in the my world? other spouse <laughs> uh me i'm your wife okay keep going and yeah so that yeah that's kind of the update it's two young kids yeah under three that's a lot of work but 
That's good. Are you guys doing therapy together? We're not. Okay. I'm doing individual therapy. I have kind of talked about this on the podcast, but I've gotten to a point where I'm like taking a stand for myself. And I, (laughs) in our relationship, including wait around a lot, not out of like dependency, but out of like, um, I don't want to push anyone. I don't want to like push Sav into anything he doesn't want to do. Um, so I decided I've, I've already talked to him for a really long time. I want to do counseling together. I want him to go to therapy. Um, nothing super specific, but just in his line of work, like he's pretty much a therapist. He's a counselor. He's a mentor. Um, just as, uh, you know, the head of, um, the church, a lot of pressure is put on him and he goes through a lot and he sees a lot. And that's hard. And so I I can't be the one, the only one helping him. And especially in a time of life where we have kids and what I'm learning in therapy is I was kind of not the rock, but I was the one who pro- provoked the deep conversations. And once we started having children and I wasn't able to do that as much it kind of crumbled not to put blame um on Zav but that's just kind of you know part of it and so I um am getting mentored right now apart from therapy and um my mentor and her husband actually want to do counseling with us or mentorship if you may just because we look up to them they're a younger couple but still older than us and they also have boys and I've that's the one that's who yeah I met, you right? Nora mm-hmm. yeah so she's awesome her and her husband um Aaron and we really look up to them I absolutely adore her she's perfect she actually listens to the podcast um yeah I know she freaking <laughs> she freaking gave me she's a dinosaur book you. I know and she's she literally so came up to me at church she goes <laughs> I don't know if you remember me. And I was like, of course you do. She goes, I just wanted to bring you this book. She's like, it's just to borrow. And I was like, well, I'm going to keep it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. This is mine now. I I started reading it that night. I'm Ken. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, it's literally a book for her young children. (laughs) And I was very fascinated by it. She's very nice. Yeah, she's so amazing. So that's been really cool. um, Hand in hand with therapy because they're two entirely different things. Um, But yeah, so I started doing the therapy knowing that I can't push Sav he feels like he doesn't have any time for it when everyone has time for it so there's no such thing as not enough time it's just what priorities there are yeah that's what I was telling my mom yesterday about something and I think um at least even what my my therapist was saying it's different for guys like it it Mm -hmm. takes a lot more convincing so he was like it's gonna be harder to drag his butt in here yeah than for you to come in yeah so. my last question is what do you think the difference between mentorship and therapy is like if somebody was looking more because I th- feel like you could think it's kind of straightforward but in my head I'm like what is the difference to you so after only two sessions of therapy uh the most that I've noticed me and you Nora have more of a conversation and it's a lot more of her and what me and her have is different from her her other mentee um who's my good friend um 
but me and her, she helps me um, with my my prayer life. She sends me things <clears throat> specifically about like being a woman and um, like um, talking through things um, like prayer wise because that's okay. what I want to focus on during the year. So it's kind of like what I want to focus on where, yeah, I guess that's actually a really um, great way to put it we focus on like whatever I want to focus on uh, as far as like mentorship. Mm -hmm. And then she like dives into that. She gives me really good resources in helping me with that. Mm -hmm. And she keeps me accountable where my therapist, at least so far, he takes me into places of like unknown and it is not like pushes you kind of. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. It's good to be pushed. Oh, yeah. In like awful ways um, where Jeff. I'm like, I don't want to go there, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> and uh, it's actually really funny. Uh, I like try to crack way too many jokes during it. So I'm going to need to work on that. Um, That's good. He, though. Well, it's it's not because that just not you I'm, cracking jokes. You going to. Both oh, of them. right. Especially because, like, you're not even funny. So why are you cracking jokes? <laughs> wow, that was so funny. Only you laughed. <laughs> but he, yeah, he takes me to places and it's, like, no BS. I realized how how much I try to, um, like, hide, hide emotions and... Um, like manipulate conversations in my own way and perceive things as they're not and it's not a conscious thing it's all subconscious so that's that's been really interesting um and it's weird because I come out of therapy and I'm like what did we do but I also like realize so much about myself yeah it's weird what would you suggest for people that can't afford to do therapy I have no idea oh perfect Maybe that's more of what a therapist should yeah. suggest. I know. I've been thinking a lot about that's that because hard. I know like a lot of people don't have health insurance. I don't have health do. insurance. Yeah. And so it is the only way I could do it. Yeah. So it's really difficult for me because I do hear a lot about therapy from so many different podcasts. And it's like there are a lot of people like I know a lot of people in my family that want to do therapy would benefit from it, but they just can't afford it. So I wonder if um, I wonder if that's something I should research. Maybe I can just well, take that out. but. One thing I would say is um, if you are at all involved in a church, um, reaching out to your church is actually a great place. Yeah, that's Because what I was we have um, offered to pay for therapy for certain individuals mm-hmm. where Zat was doing counseling with them. And he's like, you know, this is actually not something I... I'm not special that specialized in. I think you would really benefit and further help. Right. Um, and honestly, I don't even think everyone needs like therapy specifically. Sometimes it's just counseling. A lot of schools offer counseling. Yeah. That I really benefited from counseling when I was in school and it was free. And one thing I know that you can download like apps like BetterHelp. Uh-huh. And I know that I don't know how much those are, but also, um, I guess just like in this world too, I bet you could type in like therapy podcasts and that could probably help people that maybe aren't dealing with like extreme trauma or like really working through stuff. Just something like an everyday 
situation. I've just thought a lot about that because I feel like on a lot of podcasts, people talk about things that they should do. And I've been on the receiving end sometimes. And I'm like, not everyone can do that. Not even just therapy, like other things. So I think it's good to be like, well, this is other options Mm -hmm. for people, you know. But anyway. Yeah. Cool. So that's my also life update. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. So what about you? What about you and Arturo? Yeah. So uh, for people listening, I've been with Arturo for, well... Do you even want to say? No, not really. Um, Well, we had our first date eight years ago on Valentine's Day, which is crazy. We started dating on March 18th, eight years ago. I asked him out. Power to the people, ladies. Come on. Or power to the women. Um, (laughs) And yeah, we're still not married. Um, We're also abstinent. I don't really want to get into that, but that's like a huge part of our relationship. We don't live together. I think people naturally assume we live together. A lot of people we've talked to recently um, just naturally think that we live together and we don't. So I think that's just a good like thing to say because I'm not sure why people think that. Just assume. They just assume. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Um, and yeah, we're both just like working a lot, working hard, making a lot of sacrifices and basically not doing anything fun <laughs> or comfort, like comfortable um we both still live at home and I mean what's really nice too though is like I just live with my mom so I just view it as like she's my roommate Arturo lives with his mom and his brother but he's so close with them so like he doesn't really want to move out like I feel like you know when his brother gets married his mom you know she'll be alone one day and he like is obsessed with them both and so That's it's so like sweet. just live with them then mm-hmm. you know like if this is like the only time in your life this is going to happen once Ruben is married once you're married he- and stuff like that and so I think it's just like I think there is a stigma for like a lot of people especially in the Christian community where it's just like what are you doing like why aren't you getting married why aren't you living alone and it's like well, you're never going to have this time back. I'm never going to live at home again. Arturo's never going to live at home mm-hmm. again. So if you like it, just keep doing it. Um, and so I think that... It's also so much cheaper. It's so much cheaper. Like, if I were to go live in an apartment right now, it would solely be because of, like, the appearance to other people. Yeah. I'm comfortable here. I have my own room. My mom doesn't give a crap about what I do. I do my own thing. Yeah. I work from home. Why would I pay for an apartment I think that's an extreme waste of money. So I would rather just wait until Arturo and I can get a house and we get married Mm -hmm. and we save our money. Um, And that'll be when the time is right. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, it is interesting. We've chosen like a different path and a lot of people don't understand it. Um, And if you guys listened to my solo episode last week, I got a little bit heated because I do think it is really frustrating. A lot of our friends don't even understand and people are always shocked, like new people when I tell them how many serious sit-down conversations friends have had with us like I really need to talk to you about something and it's like shocking that people are so they they think it's okay to like talk to us about these things especially for uh well like nothing bad is even going on between you and Arturo no people think that we are having sex and then they think we lie about it and I just want to say like if you're having sex before you're married that's that's totally fine (laughs) that's just not something that Arturo and I are choosing to do and what's really hard is when I am very public and so is Arturo about being virgins we're both virgins and I say we don't have sex and then you say are you really 
I'm like, so you're calling me a liar now, too. And you're calling Arturo a liar. Yeah. And it's like, don't question our character. I'm telling you the truth. They are projecting. A lot of these people that I've said that have slept together before they were married, which, again, that is totally something between them. And I would never in my wildest dreams think about sitting down and having a serious conversation. I need to talk to you guys about something. Can you imagine that? But people do that to us. Mm -hmm. That's not really a relationship update, but it is something that we actively have to work on. Like I have to actively wake up every day and be like, don't compare yourself. It's fine. I'm not where other people are at. It's fine. I don't have my own house. And it's I have to coach myself on a daily basis. And I think Mm -hmm. Arturo does, too. And, and you know, sometimes I do hit a wall and I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think that it's just like an active practice to be like, it is okay that we're not doing what everyone else is doing. So. So with you guys working a lot lately. Um, how has that been for your guys' relationship? Has that been new or is that something that you guys have already been through so you already know like how to navigate that? Yeah, we always have worked hard even before we were self-employed. Um, yeah, because when we started dating, I was working at Red Robin and then he was working at Red Robin, <laughs> which is so funny. And then, yeah, full time. And then I was working at a coffee shop full time. He was doing his own thing full time. And then we both became self-employed, which was even more work. But I think we know how to navigate that. And what's really cool is like, I'm not a very dependent person. And so if he says like, hey, I need to work today, I'm like, okay, bummer. I have stuff to do anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always like, there's always a fallback. It's kind of like if friends cancel or like you can't do something, I'm like, oh, that's fine. I have stuff to do anyway. Um, Of course, there's a line. If I feel like, maybe he's choosing something or he put something off for so long and now that's coming back on me Mm -hmm. that's when I'll say something and I think it's vice versa if I'm gonna procrastinate and then it's gonna come back on him and we can't hang out then I'm not okay with that and we're we try to be intentional we hang out a couple nights during the week and we hang out on the weekends and we both like our work you Mm -hmm. know and again I'm not super dependent on him but um I'm trying to be more dependent just in the sense of like trusting him more and letting him do more things um and yeah um like just in the sense of like I don't want to have this air of I don't need no man Mm. I don't Mm -hmm. want that to come across and I've had a friend tell me that one time and to me that's fine I I would almost rather be viewed as that than Mm -hmm. viewed as you can't do anything Mm because you need him um But just in the sense of like, oh, it's okay if one day when we're married, I'm not making as much money and maybe there it'll ebb and flow. Maybe Mm -hmm. he'll make some and Mm -hmm. I make some and like it's okay that like, um, I don't know, like more just like a give and take as. Yeah, I think I think just being like it's okay to rely on somebody and that doesn't make you weak. Mm -hmm. It makes you strong because you can accept it. Mm -hmm. And I'm very like, no, I want to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And he's had a lot of conversations with me about like, if you want me to lead, you have to let me lead. And I'm like, (sighs) you know, and I'm like, you're right. So I need to let you lead. And if I don't feel like you are, I'm going to call you out. And I want you to do the same for me. So communication is, we've never struggled with communication. Like if I need something, I'm just going to say it. And sometimes I'll say it too much. Um, Is this a new thing? Is this recent? What? Um, your new like realizing the whole um, like the roles. Mm, no, it's kind of something that's like a slow progression. Okay. You know, I think for a lot of people, the idea that we have dated so long and not gotten married um, is hard. But for me, I know myself, and um, 
I have our time with change. You know that. And I take a long time to settle in and not overthink. And I do think about things like very hard. You know, I grew up in a broken home. So did he. There's a lot of dynamics. So it has taken me a long time to get more comfortable with what this relationship looks like and what it means. And more than anything, he's just like my best friend. And we fight and we don't fight and we work and we don't work. Like there's just a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. just like a lot of give and take when you're both self-employed and you struggle with money and finances and working hard. It's hard to have that in a relationship. Um, And that's why you just have to talk about everything like all the time. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Dang. That's like my biggest piece of advice in any relationship. mm -hmm. When you're not talking, that's when you know something's wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Or ugh, what someone said the other day is when, oh, wait, did you just say this? When you and your spouse say to each other, you're just fine, that's when something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, when you, like, stop fighting for each other, when you stop fighting for each other's time. So that I'm very encouraged by that in general lately just because, like, I've, <laughs> I've pretty much, like, been fighting so hard for Zav. I'm like, pay attention to me look at me spend time on me yeah which I think it's okay to say that Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women sit back and they go no I want him to do it without me asking and it's like yeah I don't I'm fine with asking (laughs) yeah yeah because it when you're at the beginning of a relationship it's gonna be like all butterflies well I'm just telling you those butterflies die quick and like you die they die burn burn. (laughs) (laughs) but it's like that's okay because that's when it becomes real mm-hmm. and it's like you need to get to that sweet spot where sometimes you know I'll say like I need you to do this for me and he'll be like well how do you expect me to do this for you if you're not doing this for me Oof. and you know and then I get really defensive you know and then we'll fight and then yeah, I'm like oh, you're right yeah. you know and so um, yeah I think it is just important and you know for spouses that work together I get it I think more and more lately I've realized the amount of things that weigh heavily on us it's like there's just so many things that encompass each other like you know when you don't have like security or you're not comfortable all the time then that bleeds into your relationship and then you have to make sure you feel comfortable within that and then you want to make sure you have a plan but not too much because you just don't know what's going to happen with Mm -hmm. work and so you know we're kind of just like living on a prayer (laughs) and just like taking things day by day and I'm like totally fine with that I don't need to have like this crazy you know five-year plan Mm -hmm. at some point we will need to but right now I'm like no we're moving towards things and we're still together and it's been eight years so that's it what last question what encouragement thing so I guess we're not playing the game now (laughs) what encouragement do you have for people who um are dating long term encouragement Mm -hmm. so like what things um have you learned from dating long term that will actually like really help you when you are married that nothing will ever surprise you like I know Arthur like the back of my hand yes like when we live together or get married am I going to be surprised that he doesn't close the cupboard door maybe but the things that are important what he likes what he doesn't like what ticks him off what ticks me off like I know him and I know he knows me there are times like I've literally learned things about Arturo in eight like at the eight year mark that I never knew it's like you are going to constantly learn about that person 
And it can go both ways. You could marry somebody at the beginning and you grow together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just as awesome. It just depends on what you want. So yeah, a lot of people listening probably won't date for eight years, but a lot of people do date around like the three or four year Mm -hmm. mark. And just know every day that goes by, you're going to be less shocked when you're married. Like you are really going to know. And for me, it's so crazy that I don't need security really in my life, but I need security in my relationship. Like I need to know what I'm getting into. And, um, and I know him and I'm not saying, oh, I need to date him for five more years to know more things. But I just mean like, yeah, when we get married, not that much is going to change other than that. We're going to be sleeping together and living together. And other than that, I know who he is and I know what he likes and doesn't Mm -hmm. like, which I think is important because I hear so many people like get married and then they like have never fought before. And like, I know a lot of couples and I'm like, so that's terrifying. That was us. Yeah, that's scary. And if people can do that, that's great. I could never. I want to know what it's like when maybe he's mad at me or I'm yelling at him. Mm-hmm. I want to know what that feels like. I want to know what I do. I want to know that I retreat to my room and shut the door. I want to mm-hmm. know these things about myself so that I know when I'm married, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Are you going to leave or are you going to stay? Yeah. Are you oh, going to yeah, yell or not? Yeah, we know that not? now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it just depends on like what you want. And I think I think that everybody's different. Um and I'm not ever, I'm never going to be surprised at, hmm. at what he does or how he reacts. So I think that's helpful, especially because I get really, really mad and I've seen him mad twice, like really mad twice, yeah. which I know Zav's really mm-hmm. similar to I that. know that's, well, that's why we never really fought because, um, like we had like big disagreements, but like nothing, I mean, even now, like even I say we've, we, now we have fought it's just me yelling (laughs) and Zav's like calm and he like takes his time to respond because he doesn't respond out of anger which is so the opposite of me um I'm going to therapy relax everyone um but that's just like how I react about things um and so it's it's been really interesting but I even to this day I'm like gosh I want him to like fight Mm -hmm. I want to see him angry and Mm -hmm. I think yeah I think it's only been one or two times that I've seen him Mm -hmm. angry and it wasn't even anything I did it was like an outside thing that happened yeah which in the moment I think we want that and then I think you know there are people that are together that are both volatile people and that can get like really scary yeah you know and so I think it can totally work and sometimes you just gotta like yell it out But I think having one person calm is very beneficial because then if not, things can get heated to the point where it's like we were fighting about you not wearing your seatbelt and now I'm throwing something. Yeah. It's funny because the opposites are so scary. The never fighting. But then it's like, is it because you're both really passive? Mm -hmm. But really, like Zav's just really passive, Mm -hmm. which is something he's like coming to learn more about it's he's been growing so much I'm extremely proud of him and I've been learning how to deal with that passivity because I can be passive aggressive and then he's like why are you angry and I had to come to realize I'm not angry out of nowhere 
I am actually angry because of your passivity yeah. and you didn't realize you're being passive. And it's like a buildup too. Yeah. And yeah. so that's when we're like, okay, we can pinpoint it back to this. You were being passive to me and I show it through passive aggressiveness. And so now I'm just like, hey, what's up your butt? <laughs> yeah. I just have to call him out on it now yeah. and I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. And so it's exciting, which is weird. But when you can pinpoint things and be like, hey, I see you retrieving. I see you like mm -hmm. going into your head. You're leaving me. And that's that's my fear of like being left. And that's when I'm like really like proud of where we've gotten to. Mm -hmm. Because although like we're still fighting, that's never going to stop. And so yeah, that's where the strength. Stop. It shouldn't. Yeah. That's where the strength comes in is that you are fighting for each other still yeah yeah and I think it's having the self-awareness too because um like right now in Arturo's life not going to speak a lot on it but just like being better about taking care of himself and like sleeping more and like drinking more water which like we all could do and one thing he was like you know it would really help me if you could help me leave your house earlier like, because we don't hang out a lot. So when he comes over at like six, all of a sudden it could be midnight and we've only hung out for like a little bit. And I was like, right. But like, I shouldn't have to do that. Like, you should be able to do that. And he goes, right. But I have a hard time doing that because I'm so tired. So it would really mm -hmm. help. And I'm like, yeah, but I shouldn't have to take care of you and myself. And it was like, why do I have to think for me and for you? And he goes, well, because you love me. And I'm like, that's true. And that's hard because then sometimes I'm like, why do I have to think for me? Which I'm sure a lot of women think that. Why do I have to think for me and for you? Why mm -hmm. do I know where your keys are and you don't? Mm -hmm. You know, but then I go, well, if he's telling me this one thing would help me, then I can be selfless and be like, I want so him to hard. stay. It's yeah. so annoying. I want him to stay. I don't want him to go, but he wants to go. So why would I make him stay when he doesn't want to stay? And if he can't think for himself right now because he doesn't feel good, I need to help him because I love him. And those tiny little things like learning, oh, you're irritable about he hates inconvenience. And that's one big thing I've learned just this year. Yeah. Is that like that too? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm yeah. like gawking. Yes. I know. That's the biggest thing I've learned this year about him is um, I hope they don't care we're talking about this on the podcast. Oh, Zav does not care. Yeah. yeah we've um, already talked about this. But yeah, it's like the inconvenience. Like if he's on hold with the doctor, like we were yesterday for 45 minutes, I can see something yes. start to change for me oh gosh that's so crazy I don't get really it's literally on yeah. the phone today I was joking around with Zav sorry I'm like cutting in no please. I was joking around with Zav and um <laughs> I feel like every woman does this but he was standing really funny so I like punch his butt <laughs> oh my gosh I do that to our girl all the time and I do it all it. the time and um I was like dude take a joke like why why are you like being so stiff right now yeah. and then I realized like oh he's doing all of the paperwork and our mail yeah. like gets sent to another place not even our house and so I'm like oh gosh I feel bad and so that's when I'm like okay what I need to do is I need to let up let him do his thing I want to like be playful and have fun with him right now but yeah. he's like doing everything for us Right. And so that's an amazing thing. So I have to remember to like be so thankful for that. Thank him for doing that. And I'll take care of Bear right now. Mav was sleeping. So like I need to make sure Bear's yeah. like not around him. Yeah. And so it's like sucky because it's like I want to have fun with you right now. Yeah. But I have to realize like, yeah. oh, you're like doing stuff. 
I know. Fine. <laughs> I know. It is really funny. Like just thinking of like for me, I don't really care if I'm on hold. Like sometimes it's annoying. No, same. But I'm like, oh, OK, whatever. But, you know, if it's like driving back and forth or like I want this restaurant and he really wants the other. And I'm like, well, let's just go to both. And it's like saying that to him is like. I would never like the inconvenience of doing that. So then I can I take that. I actually hate that. Yeah. Which I don't. It's like for me, I'm like, well, if you want that, why don't we just yeah. get it? And then I can take that moment and be like, well, let's just get that then. Because he's going to be more annoyed if we go to both places. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things take a long time. And trust me, I'm really bad at it still. And so I have to think of the times when I feel the most inconvenient or when I feel the most annoyed and how I want him to act. And then I have to do that in return. So. Anyway, as we end for people, no matter what stage of their relationship that they're in, just encouragement. And I think just the key and that's in any relationship. Um, and I think giving yourself grace. I am have a really hard time with getting really angry very quickly. And I think it's giving yourself grace and going, OK, I did that. How am I going to not do that next time? If I am going to do this next time, how can I make it be done quicker you know and it's just like little things and that's hard relationships are hard and I don't think a lot of single people want to be in relationships really quick and I'm like just cherish it yeah (laughs) and it's so hard to do that in the moment yeah because you like want that love and I'm like it's not all it's cracked out to me (laughs) no it's really not I'm just kidding it's great to have a partner but (laughs) it is it's always working on something yep yeah um and I just like want to highlight what you just said self-awareness and communication more than ever I mean I always said communication that's what me and Zav like had our like absolute like dream relationship like before we had kids we had issues but we knew how to talk through it like we had the time to talk through it we know how to talk to each other in those times um now we're like in a completely different marriage and we don't really know how to go through it because it's kind of the same like Zav self-employed and he's like running the church um, and that's a lot of stress. He's literally never had stress in his life before starting the church. And so now he's trying to navigate how can I focus on more than two things? Yeah. Like how can I focus on the church and my family yeah. and specifically my wife? And it'll keep changing the older the boys get. And and, and I mean, I've changed so much since we got married. I got married Gosh, at 21. Yeah, I'm I started completely dating different person. at 19. That's We're just both so diff- completely different people. Like yeah. I had a nose ring. Okay. Oh, whoa. Yeah. You were wearing plaid. And Tom's. <laughs> so mm, yeah, R. times R. have changed. R.I.P. Yeah. Burnham. Um, and so I think that uh, one thing that I will say is um, just... I used to like hound on communication, but the more I'm noticing myself, for instance, you talking about like the two restaurants, I now like put my foot down when I actually think I need to put my foot down because I'm now learning myself. Mm-hmm. I have the self-awareness. Like I used to always just give into things because that's easier. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, I, I really feel strongly about this. And I, I actually don't know if you entirely feel that strongly about it. Mm-hmm. So can I have my way or are we just going to go with the way that's better for you because you're impatient? And so that's been really Mm -hmm. interesting to navigate, like, where do we just, like, go with the flow, but then I'm resentful? Mm -hmm. And then where do I say, like, no, I'm going to be, like, so selfless right now and do this out of love? Yeah. It's hard. 
I know. Okay, and then actually the last thing for real, because we have to go, but the last <laughs> thing I want to say, because you were reminding me, is also knowing um, the worth of yourself. And not just saying that just to you, but, you know, I, I go through times where, like, you know, when I first quit my coffee shop and I was having a hard time financially and just thinking of all of the things Arturo did for me and being like, I make his life harder. I could just leave and it would be better. Mm-hmm. Why Why am I sticking around? Why is he doing all this for me? Like, I'm not worth that. Mm-hmm. But then being like, no, they're with us for a reason. Yeah. Your person is with you for a reason. If they say they want to help you, let them help you. If they say that they love you, even though they're mad at you, believe them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't become the victim, even though if you even if you feel like the victim, because we're all going to go through those seasons. Our, mm-hmm. spouse, our spouses are going to go through those seasons, too. Um, and I think it is that constant affirmation from each other. And it is that communication but Mm -hmm. just know your worth and if you don't feel like you know your worth and you don't feel like your um you know your boyfriend or who you're dating gives that to you then maybe it's a time to reevaluate your relationship and like take a step back and be like is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with and knowing it's okay if you do cut ties with people yeah I'm not talking to married people (laughs) yeah because I don't want to speak on that that's the communication piece and like counseling finding people to speak into speak into you um and whether or not you're a part of a church like church resources are actually for everyone yeah and so reach out to a church in your community or um maybe even like uh your friend has a counselor or, or a therapist or jeff <laughs> call jeff call, i'll call give you jeff. his information 1-800-JEFF <laughs> <laughs> and uh they can also give you resources that can yeah. help you well that was a fun game that was such a fun game. Glad we played our Valentine's Day game. <laughs> um, and uh, I think that's it. So we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, we would love if you, you guys have any questions and like just message us oh, about totally. our relationships. Yeah, we actually want to do a podcast uh, with our spouse and boyfriend. So if you guys have any questions, we'll probably start putting up some polls here Maybe soon. we get Jeff to counsel us how for. funny would jeff that be? do you want to come jeff! on the show <laughs> um so if you guys want to hear anything more about our relationships or have questions for our boys mm-hmm. um i keep wanting to say spouse but that's not right then it's just shoot us some messages <laughs> um some emails at the salt and pepper podcast at gmail look at you look at me wow you're really stepping um, up to the plate and please leave us a rate and review oh my gosh i'm getting preferably tingles. five stars preferably five stars and then just say how much you love me and not olivia so everything's better oh. um <laughs> you can follow us at the salt and pepper <laughs> podcast and you can follow us personally at olivia Crin and it's lisa brosser um and uh uh, that's probably it. So it's always better when salt, salt and pepper, pepper come, come together. together. Bye, guys. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Ish. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.